Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with D's episode thirty three. I am your host D's. Not solo today. We are joined once again by Dylan, and uh, let's see, Wednesday, game day. Yeah, which is <laughs> something I didn't ever think I would have to say. A little weird. <clears throat> uh, by game day, of course, we're talking about Steelers Ravens, which we'll uh, got a lot on that before the game. And then we might come back later after the game and and talk about what happened. Um, depending how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Depending on our moods as it goes. Uh, but real quick, just to run through the news, uh, word just came out. LeBron James agrees to an $85 million extension to stay with the Lakers. So and Anthony Davis, who opted out of his contract, is expected to go ahead and re-sign there. They're making some moves. So uh, free agency period starts. Uh, oh, it's already started, yeah, it's already I believe. Started. Yeah. Um, and this is no surprise. Everybody pretty much expected that this is exactly what was going to happen. Um, it's a two-year extension, which basically keeps him there through the 22-23 season, which would be his 20th season in the NBA. So, yay for him. Uh, NCAA football, the second, <laughs> second rankings came out, and they are – Unchanged. It's, um, is it Alabama one? Yeah. Yeah. Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson. Ohio State, Clemson. Yeah. Um, there is a possible hiccup though. Ohio State's game was canceled. I had that backwards. Clemson's three. Ohio, Ohio State. State's four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ohio State's game's canceled, which means that they're not going to get to that, what was it, eight game mark or mm-hmm. seven game mark that the Big Ten. I believe at the beginning of the season said you had to play this many games. I believe it's seven. Yeah. 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 Well, Ohio state's not going to get to seven and they've already backtracked and said, well, maybe, you know, in other words, if Ohio state goes undefeated, they're playing in the fucking big 10 championship, which I mean, they want the big 10 stands to gain some, uh, some money by having a team in the playoffs. So yeah, they're, they're going to do whatever they have to do. If Ohio State would happen to miss one or two more games, then maybe they might have to throw Indiana in there. Mm. Um, but that's not a given either. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't expect much to change in those rankings until, if at all, uh, conference championship games. Right. Um, Alabama, even without Nick Saban, smoked Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Mm. Um 
Notre Dame. I th- Notre Dame and Clemson both were off, if I'm not mistaken. Were, were they not? I think so. Yeah. I could be wrong. And, of course, to avoid Ohio State didn't play because of the whole COVID situation. Right. Um, and then Saturday night, we had the much-anticipated Mike Tyson return fight against Roy Jones Jr., and I was just like 98% sure you would watch it, and you failed me. Yeah. Um. Before we get into the, the, the that fight, particularly the first two fights, which I, I won't be able to tell you any of the guys' names, they had a fight in the 125-pound weight class and then a, I believe, a heavyweight or a light heavyweight fight. And both of those fights were pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. they were fucking slugging. Um, the light heavyweight fight, the guy's name was Badu something or other. Like, he's had a brief moment in the sun and he's trying to make a comeback mm. and uh, those fights were good and and then the the circus came to town and jake paul the youtube douchebag douchebag yeah, yeah he's literally one of the most hated people on the internet um fought nate robinson in it was jake paul's second fight nate robinson's first fight and it showed i literally just had dylan watch the entire fight which only lasted about six minutes. Nice. Yeah. And uh, very sloppy. Very. Yeah. Um, you know, I Jake Paul, who has been training now for, I want to say, a couple, couple years, years right. I would think would be better than that. But, I mean, he still didn't look as bad as Nate Robinson did. Yeah, he looked really bad. And, and Robinson came out, like, and, and Snoop Dogg on commentary was just fucking golden, and he should commentate everything from yeah. here on out. Um, Nate came out kind of like Snoop said. It was like a hood fight. He just come out swinging, had no defense, and got knocked down in the first round. And that count, like, did you notice on that count? It was the a ref, long 10 count. Yeah. yeah, the ref basically stopped at nine. And there's a real, like, boxing ref, it would have been over. Yeah. Because his knee was still on the ground when he said nine, and then he kind of paused and let Nate get up and then checked to see if he was okay, and Nate was trying to say the punch was illegal, and it turns out that Mm-mm. it wasn't. It was close. I mean, it was it was the it was back. The yeah, it was, it was back there another inch or two behind that spot, and I would agree with Nate. Um, but then the second round came, and it was more of the same. Nate just swinging wildly. Lunging forward. Yeah, gets knocked down again under the ropes, and Snoop starts singing fucking hymns. Yeah. And then, go, Lord. Then he gets up again, and about 15 seconds later, goes to sleep. Yeah. I mean, just fucking out cold, and the memes literally were there within five, ten minutes, and my favorite one was the Among Us one where it said, dead body reported, and Nate, uh, do you see Nate? He's just face down. I mean, literally he was asleep. And while you, you see a lot of boxing knockouts over the years, usually you see them like laying there uh, glossy eyed and groggy. Very rarely do you see a guy literally out. Yeah. And he was, he was fucking night, night out. Might as well have been snoring. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know if that's going to end. Nate's boxing career, but it should. I was going to say, I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, look, you got your payday, but 
clearly this is not for you um, unless you get in there and, and really dedicate yourself. But uh, he's no spring chicken. Right. I mean, you got this guy had an entire pretty long NBA career before he decided to box. It looked like he was in great shape, but I don't care how good a shape you look. Yeah. Boxing is a whole nother animal. And, right. and, you know, you, you see it even, you see guy, professional guys, MMA, even same, probably more so as far as the cardio and everything, you're just, you're not ready for that. And, and it showed cause he just got completely outclassed. And then, Jake Paul said probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard a human being say. He wants Conor McGregor next. Please. That's what I said. Please, um, for the if, love of God, if, please. If, if, if I'm Conor McGregor, I I would have just showed up at his house ready to go. Like yeah. I, I'll, I, I might actually even pay for that despite yeah. having an Android box because Conor McGregor would just absolutely destroy him. Yes, I, I would love to see that. Yeah, I, I'd pay for that twice because... Yeah, Jake, he's just, he's a douche. But even compared himself to Deontay Wilder at one point. Because Wilder, not, wow. not, not, not in that he was as good as Wilder or anything like that, but just that Deontay Wilder didn't even start boxing until he was like 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. So I get that, but still, you should not, he should not be saying his name in the same fucking breath as Deontay Wilder. Yeah, his, his two wins are against uh, opponents that have, yeah, well, it, never K- fought before, right? KSI or whoever that guy was. Yeah, some, some yeah, some other YouTube guy or whatever rapper, or something like that, and now a former NBA player. So yeah, fight somebody with a, a, a year of experience, yeah. and then come talking shit and and tell us who you want to fight next. Right. Then we get to the main event, and I was on here by myself uh, on Black Friday, and I I called Tyson in the first or second. And I still firmly believe that might have happened, mm-hmm. but I did not know that in these exhibition rules, they only fought two-minute rounds. Mm. And in boxing, I mean, granted, boxing is only three-minute rounds, but still, that extra minute can yeah. be huge. Right. Because typically, you box, you dance around, you throw a few jabs, and, and, and then you start to see an opening and you go for it. Well, with a two-minute round, as soon as you know, you're just getting warmed up in the round and, and feeling the guy out, and then the round's over. Mm. And on more than one more than one round, you could see Tyson was starting to throw some combos and everything, and then the bell would ring and it was over. Mm. But it was an eight round bout, and it went all eight to to my surprise. Roy Jones looked a lot better than he had in previous fights. I'll give him that. Although in the uh, post fight interviews. The whole time we stand there, he's holding his fucking midsection because his Tyson's body shots just, I mean, destroyed him. Hmm. And it was a draw. Have Jake Paul fight Tyson? Oh, I'd love that. Oh. But uh, again, one they had three judges, and and they were, I don't know if they were former WBC champions or something along that lines, but. One of them gave the fight to Tyson. One of them actually ruled it a draw, which is a fucking farce. And one of them actually picked Roy Jones Jr. And Tyson outlanded Jones. It was like 60 to 30 or 67 to 37, almost doubled. I mean, granted, in, in the last 10, 15 years, I've got way much more experience watching MMA than watching boxing. Mm hmm. 
But I know enough to know when a guy, I mean, you can clearly tell when a guy is dominating a fight. Right. And while Jones did not look bad and did have a few moments where he got some good shots in, I watched the whole thing and I, I might've given Jones one round and maybe they tied on one or two other rounds, but for the most part, Tyson controlled the fight mm. and for them to rule it a, a draw screams one thing and that's fix. Well, yeah, I mean, it's corruption in boxing. You don't say, right? I, I know. Right. But at 50 bucks a pop, give them a fucking winner for yeah. fuck's sake. It, I mean, I realize that it doesn't count. It's an exhibition. It's not going to go on the record. But still, they set records for like pre-buys of a pay-per-view boxing event. Allegedly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people watched it because it was all over Twitter. I mean, mm-hmm. and granted, a lot of those people might have, you know. Stole it. <laughs> Stole it. and A lot of them eh, didn't know, I'm sure. You know, look, hey. If it just happens to appear on my TV, I don't call that stealing. I can just <laughs> call it, you know, enjoying the content that was provided to me. And this week of Dan admits to felonies. I no, I don't. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, just I mean, and Tyson said he wants to fight again, and they even asked him about fighting, you know, for real. And Tyson said no. And while Tyson looked pretty good. He took some shots, and his his punching power looked to be there. When I say Tyson looked good, he looked good for a fifty four year old. Right. I and I said this Friday. I don't think he's ready to step into the ring with with a, a real heavyweight that's got you know definitely not Wilder or Fury or anything yeah. like that. Could he beat some of the heavyweights, professional fighters? Yeah, he probably could with given enough time, camp, and everything. But he said that he doesn't want to. He just wants to fight, you know, another exhibition. And to his credit, Roy Jones Jr. said he would fight Tyson again. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm sure that's probably the biggest payday that Jones has had in, in quite some time. So right. I bet he would. Right. Um, but if they do it, they better get some real fucking judges and know what they're doing. Because, like I said, it, it in my opinion, it makes Tyson look bad. Because, he, you know, he was the obviously the star attraction here. And they they rule it a draw when it was clearly not. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're gonna ha- make them have a fight, exhibition or not, you know, score it the way it should be scored. Don't just steal people's money and oh, well, we're done. Call it a draw. No. And, and Tyson, did, he said he was okay with a draw, but I don't know. I I, I find that hard to believe. Right. And, uh, Tyson admitted to getting high right before the fight. Nice, which is funny. And, and he owns a cannabis farm and dispensary, so I mean, fucking why wouldn't you? Right. Um, and, and Jones even even said that you know his body shots like that's why it's called a bucket list because you want to die after you get hit <laughs> is basically what he was saying. And uh, it was kind of funny because Jim Gray, who has been a boxing commentator for years and has known Tyson for years, was talking to Jones about you know having how did it feel after having two and a half years, and finally Tyson got mad and he was like. He goes, why does everybody care about him? He goes, I ain't fought in 16 years. Why don't nobody care about my ass? <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of funny. And so, yeah, it, it was entertaining. Like I said, I was just disappointed that they let uh, judges just turn it into a complete farce. Was Jim Gray the guy that interviewed Tyson after a fight and asked him about an injury? And Tyson's like, I broke my back. Yeah. 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 What? Yeah. Spinal. I broke my yeah. back. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> yeah. That is him. Um, so, yeah. 
would I watch him again? Yeah, I'd like to see him fight again. I wouldn't even mind seeing him fight Roy Jones Jr. again because he looked, like I said, he looked pretty good. Well, did you hear Vander came out and said? Yeah, Vander's once once that fight bad. Yeah. I, and I'd like to see it, but... I Vander did, bites his ear this time. Right. <laughs> I, I don't think that they're going to be able to, to have this friendly exhibition. Uh, I just... Because there's... Vander has had bad blood with Tyson for, I mean, ever fuck. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Fucking bit his ear off. Um, and Tyson has clearly changed who he is. Um, mentally his mental health is just way better than it was back then. So, um, yeah, that would be personal. Would it make a lot of money? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Probably more than the Jones fight. I would think, well, maybe not. Just because we've already seen Tyson fight once, but it'll do good. Yeah, I mean, I, say, I think yeah. it'll do. I think it would top it. To be honest with you, I really do. Um, but again, they're gonna have to make it. There ain't gonna be no draw, nothing like that. They're they, no. they're gonna have to slug it out. And honestly, if you give Tyson more time to prepare, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna look even better. Right. And and Holyfield looks like he's in tremendous shape as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, yeah, that, that might be a fight worth watching and any promoter that wants to retire early, I'd strongly consider putting right. that together. Uh-huh. You need a, a war chest though, to make that fight even happen, I'd say, but you're going to yeah. get a war chest and much more back. So I'd say it's worth the risk. Yep. Yep. For sure. So, all right. Well, um, before we get into the whole Steelers Ravens mountain of bullshit, uh, we'll go ahead and go through the games that we had on Sunday. I already talked about Thanksgiving games, so we'll we'll get right into the Sunday games. Uh, Raiders, Falcons. Look, I, I got to give credit where credit is due, um, and I took this into consideration. Although I didn't, I picked the Raiders um, because the Falcons were so bad. Um, but the whole East Coast or West Coast to East Coast. I mean, the Raiders. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Derek Carr. Well, I know what happened. Derek Carr came in and looked like Derek Carr from and, you know, a couple of years ago. or And scored me three, negative three fantasy points. Yeah, he was yeah. fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs got hurt, and thankfully for him, it's come out now that he is not. It, it's not the high ankle sprain and that he's actually going to try practicing this week uh, and might even play Sunday. I Hard to say. I think he's probably going to miss that one, but... Uh, but anyway, the Falcons just lit them up, forty-three to six. Um, again, I while if you'd have told me that you know West Coast going to East Coast, Falcons are going to win, oh, you might have talked me into it. You would have never talked me into forty-three to no. six. Not after how well the Raiders' offense played just a week ago in Kansas City. Right, damn near won that game. I mean, if, if you if you don't leave Patrick Mahomes too much time, Raiders win that game. I think. Right. Um, and yeah, they just got annihilated. Uh, then we had another West Coast team going to the East Coast. Sa- same result, although it was the re- result we expected. Right. Uh, Buffalo beating the Chargers. Chargers actually made it a game for quite a while until a couple of turnovers killed them late. And Buffalo wins 27-17. Herbert still had a decent game. Uh, not great. But, you know, I, I definitely think they found their man. Yeah, agree. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I. He, Josh Allen left the game um, with a what looked like a leg injury, but he didn't sit out very long. Came back and actually ran a touchdown after that. So 
looks like he uh, escaped any serious injury. Uh, then we had the Giants and Bengals, and Giants take the win. Yep. That's now three in a row. Uh, they are four and seven and tied for first place in the NFC least. <laughs> and the Bengals looked pretty bad, but not – I mean, they looked better than I would have expected without Burrow. But right. but the Giants lost Daniel Jones. And do you know who the Giants' backup quarterback is? No. Colt McCoy. Oh, no shit? Yeah, I didn't know he was still in the fucking league. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, he's their backup quarterback. and He's a pretty good backup. I mean, as far as backups go. Not Sunday. He oh, looked, no? Yeah, no, he, he did not uh, – he did not look good. Oh, okay. Um, Wayne Gallman, who has uh, taken over the, the rushing attack there since the injury to uh, Deontay Freeman, looked pretty solid. 94 yards, Deontay had a touchdown. Freeman. Yeah. The Giants? Yeah. He only, oh, okay. he only played like a, a game and a half. And Sorry, I thought you were thinking of Saquon Barkley. I'm like, what the No, f- no. They, they signed Freeman after the Barkley oh, injury okay. and – I think, like I said, I think he only played like a game and a half, and now he's on IR. So, yeah, good signing. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, the Giants get that win. Four and seven, leading the division, tied with Washington. And, uh, yeah, good luck. All right. One of them teams is going to host a playoff game. Yeah. Titans-Colts. I picked the Titans to stay on their roll, and that is exactly what happened. Derrick Henry went full Derrick Henry, 178 yards, three touchdowns, just monster game. Phillip Rivers, uh, not a horrible game, but definitely not a good game. A.J. Brown had a couple of big catches where he just ran over and then away from people. And uh, it was kind of close until about the second quarter. Titans just exploded. And, I mean, it looked like the Colts were going to make a game of it late, but it, it was over. Uh, so Titans now firmly in uh, first place in that division with a basically a two-game lead because they've now swept the Colts, if I'm not mistaken, right? Titans beat them the first time, didn't they? No. No? The so they've split? Won. I think so, pretty sure. All right. And I stand corrected. Uh, Panthers-Vikings. That, that game was kind of a surprise to me. Uh, Vikings got up early, and then the Panthers got up. And it looked like it was over. And then, uh, especially when, God, I don't, Chad Beebe, who is Don Beebe's. I was just going to ask that. Yeah, his Don Beebe's son. Oh, wow. Muffed a punt that led to a Panther score. And, and, I mean, people on Twitter were calling for him to be cut by, you know, before the end of the game. Right. And Kirk Cousins brings him back with uh, Dalvin Cook. Did not have a typical Dalvin Cook game. Um, but anyway, Cousins brings him back and throws the game-winning touchdown pass to Chad Beebe. Oh, wow. Yep. Nice. So instant redemption for him. He catches the – I mean, it was a laser, kind of high. He went up and caught it. And, uh, yeah, Vikings still keep their very slim playoff hopes alive. And the Panthers, I would say they're pretty much done. Yeah, dead. Uh, then we had the Cardinals and the Patriots, and God damn it, I almost talked myself into it, and I even said on here that, you know, the whole West Coast going to the East Coast, I still, I 
picked the Cardinals, but I even said on this fucking show that I wouldn't be surprised. And lo and behold, Bill Belichick, go fuck yourself. They they managed to squeak out a win. Kyler Murray looked just bad. I mean, it, he yeah. he literally looked like that was his first start. Belichick seemed like they their defense had their offense figured out. And it was the the first game, I think, all season where Kyler Murray did not either throw a touchdown pass or rush um, one. Rush for one. And yeah, he he was bad. Um I they're five and six, but I still don't see the Patriots making the playoffs. I least, don't either. At least I hope. No. But yeah. Uh Cardinals now at six and five find themselves out of the current playoff picture. Uh but there's still time to turn it around. That division's still pretty close. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dolphins, 20-3 to over the Jets. Dolphins' offense n- n- did not look good. Um, I mean, Fitz, he was okay, but they still they struggled um, kind of early. And, I mean, once they got up a couple scores, you're pretty much done because it's the Jets and they have no offense whatsoever or defense for that matter. Uh, Frank Gore, 74 yards, but got just – utterly destroyed on a fourth and one towards the end of the game that, that basically sealed it. Mm. But what do you expect? The guy's fucking 80. No shit. <laughs> uh, Browns struggled against Jacksonville and um, I, it really kind of caught me by surprise. I, I had the red zone channel on, so I was watching most of these games and Jacksonville did not look horrible. Right. You know, I mean, well, obviously not. They only lost by two, and that was basically because the Jaguars missed a two-point conversion mm. at one point that, that would have tied the game. And, uh, yeah, I, I was really hoping the Jags would pull it out. But And, uh, God, I can't even think who the quarterback was for them now because it, uh, it wasn't Minshew and it was not Luton. Luton. Hmm. I'll have to click on it here. Yeah, I wonder. I don't. I'm trying to think who the fuck their other quarterback is. Um, is it a veteran name? I'm trying to. I was. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Uh. This fucking computer. Goddamn. No, it was a guy that. Uh. Shit. Hold on. Because, yeah, I thought it was someone that was at least a former starter. I could be way off, though. Anyway. Why do I all of a sudden not have intro net? This could be a problem. A little bit. I'm trying to find find it on my fucking phone here. Hold on. Oh, Mike Lennon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he started a few games for the Bears a few years ago. Yeah, he was or signed. La- was like... it last year or two years no, ago? No, it was the year. Or yeah, it was it was before Trubisky. Yeah, they, they signed him to a big o- contract in the offseason. And then in that year's draft, they drafted Trubisky second overall. So another reason for that fucking draft pick to be stupid. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Glennon looks like he had a good game. 20 of 35, 3. 35 yeah, he was so. he was solid. I mean, yeah. there's there's no doubt he kept him in the game, and you know he's he's no uh, Baker Mayfield or anything, but yeah. or Hilton or whatever his name was for the Broncos, right? Um, 
Well, now that I've lost internet, I've lost all the fucking games I was trying to look at. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. Yeah, we're really killing it this week. Yeah, right? <laughs> Please stand by. Technical difficulties. Uh, I think the next one would be Saints-Broncos. Speaking of Hilton. Yeah. So, and I'll elaborate a little more on that in a bit. But, yeah, the, the Broncos found out on Saturday that their entire fucking quarterback room had to go on the COVID list because of um, their their franchise guy, Jake Drew. Locke, Drew Locke, Drew yeah. Locke. Yeah. Um, and, and he actually came out and apologized for not always following mask protocol and everything. And basically the NFL said, well, yeah, fuck you. You're going to play the game anyway. Yeah. Which at one point the Broncos actually – asked the NFL if they could get their quality control coach. Yeah. And I can't remember his name right now, but he actually played a little uh, college ball at quarterback, and the NFL's like, no, that's that's not possible. Um, so basically what it boiled down to is they had a wide receiver by the name of Hinton. Was that Hinton, it? Yeah. Hinton, who played a little bit of quarterback for Wake Forest. Kendall Hinton, yeah. Yeah and had obviously never played in the NFL. And I think maybe he took a couple of snaps at some point during the years, you know, the emergency and he started the game and was just abysmal. Yeah. Uh, one of nine, two picks, 13 yards was his stat, stat line. Yeah. And look, I'm not going to sit here and, and rag the guy because of right. it, because you know, he literally got thrown into the fire and, and I mean, Taysom Hill, he wasn't good either. Right. That both starting quarterbacks combined for 91 yards of, of passing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Taysom Hill was 9 of 16 for 78 yards and a pick. He he did have a, a one, maybe two rushing touchdowns. Latavius Murray, though, had a great game. Uh, Alvin Kamara came in a little banged up. So Murray got the bulk of the work, 19 carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, so yeah, that's the best Murray has looked in, in quite some time. I and, saw, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I saw a post at, after that game. I can't remember. I saw it on Facebook, but someone posted on Twitter that, um, Hinton was a state champion quarterback in high school, played division one quarterback for three years until he changed his position. And he just had his first career start, went one of nine, basically read off his stat line, one of nine, two picks, 13 yards. So he said, now, next time you hear, like, somebody went to high school with say that they would have made it to the NFL if they didn't get hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep that in mind. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, moving on, 49ers, Rams. And I, I should have done a little more research before I picked this game. The Rams under uh, their current coach. McVay. Uh, Mc, yeah, Todd McVay. Sean McVay. Sean McVay, whatever the, the fuck. fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Um He's like one and five or something against the Niners. No shit. Yeah. Huh. He's got a winning record against the rest of the division, but yeah, the Niners and the Niners have beaten them, I think, four straight times. It's kind of like the Seahawks and Russell Wilson against the Rams. Yeah. His wing percentage sucks. Goff just stunk up the place. Uh, Rams defense did everything they could. Aaron Donald had a pretty good game, but Debo Samuel basically won that game damn near by himself. Uh, just carrying tacklers and and keeping the the, the chains moving, um, 
and Mullins for San Francisco did not look – it wasn't so much about San Francisco looking good mm-hmm. as it was about the Rams looking bad. Mm. And for as well as, as they've played as of late, they looked like a completely different team. So weird. The, the Niners are sitting at five and six. They're not completely out of it yet. But oh. that division, though, you, you still got the Cardinals ahead of you and the Rams and the Seahawks. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes, it, they're done. But They'd be leading the NFC least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by, by a full game. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, Chiefs, Buccaneers, and it started out looking like it was going to be a slaughter. Uh, Tyreek Hill, wow. Yeah. 200 plus yards in the first quarter and then he kind of slowed down quite a bit but ended up catching a third touchdown a little bit later brady and that offense looked really bad for the most of the first half then they made a game out of it and almost pulled it out there at the end but just couldn't quite too little too late yeah and, and brady man i every time i think this is the game where we see you watch it, you know, the, the death of a quarterback. You Sometimes you can pinpoint, mm-hmm. and then he bounces back the next week and throws five touchdowns. But I, I did see an interesting stat. Mm-hmm. At one point, the, the Buccaneers were 6-1. and one. Right. Okay. They are now 7-5. and five. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the difference is between 6-1 and one and 7-5? and five? What's that? Antonio Brown. Oh, yes. I didn't hear that. They yeah. were six and one when they signed Antonio Brown, and they are one and four since. There's a fucker's right. Yeah, I mean, and look, and there was—I don't remember who it was on one of the—I think it was on the NFL Network—was talking about it that uh, since Antonio Brown has been there, Scotty Miller has just disappeared. Hmm. They did—they tried a deep ball to him on Sunday, and it didn't connect. But Scotty Miller was having that. Julian Edelman, Wes Welker type year mm-hmm. where he was the, the safety valve, you know, the, the quick right. slants and, and things yeah. of that nature. And Antonio Brown has kind of taken over that role. But, I mean, we watched Antonio Brown basically his whole career. Mm-hmm. He was good at those dink and dunks, but he would often turn those into long runs. But he was also good at the deep ball. Mm-hmm. Brady has not been able to connect with him on the deep ball. Or and, anyone. Oh, well, yeah. He yeah. did hit a couple of, of nice deep passes Sunday, mm. finally. Um, but, yeah, it's it's odd that they looked so good in those first seven games, with the exception of the opener against New Orleans. And then all of a sudden you sign this guy who had been labeled a cancer because of what had happened in Pittsburgh and then the uh, – Oakland. Oakland. And then New England. Yeah, but I mean, he New didn't. Was he didn't really have a chance in New yeah. England to be a cancer. Uh, but it's just like I said, it's odd. You go from six and one to seven and five, and that's the only only difference is that you you added him. I mean, everybody else is relatively healthy. Gronk has looked like Gronk again, mm-hmm. and but Brady has not looked like Brady. Um, he looks frustrated, and there's more and more that comes out where it seems like there's tension between him and Arians. That's what I heard. Although Brady came out and said, no, I love this organization. I love playing for these coaches, but I call bullshit. I think behind the scenes, there's some animosity there with Brady wanting to do things his way and Arians wanting to do things his way. Mm -hmm. And Brady is 
kind of winning that fight because they got Gronk and then they got Antonio after Arian said no chance they were going to sign him. And he's playing the company man saying, oh, yeah, he's he's doing great. You know, he's been a model citizen, but you just know Arians doesn't want him there. Right. Um, And again, I didn't think they needed a receiver help. No, definitely. I mean, not. they were doing fine with Scotty Miller in that third down back role. You've already got a stud in Mike Evans. Wide receiver. You said back. Or, but yeah, third down that slot receiver. Yeah, yeah. is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, Mike Evans is a mega stud. Godwin is is getting there. Mm-hmm. Definitely a, a solid, solid number two. He was a great number two last year. So yeah, I mean, and and sure, and you got Gronk and Cameron Brait was a stud at one point and has performed well when called upon this year. I just, I don't get why they even would sign him other than the fact that him and Brady somehow became best buds in the week and a half that they spent together in in new England. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And uh, for the rest of the season, because now they are definitely looking up at new Orleans falling a full two games behind and having been swept by them. I think right now they sit in the sixth seed, but there's a lot of competition for that sixth seed. Right. Uh, then we had the Sunday night game. Um, it was not as close as the 41 to 25 score indicates. Uh, Mitch Trubisky somehow threw three touchdowns, but still looked like Mitch Trubisky. I mean, mm-hmm. the, by and large, he was just not good. Uh, David Montgomery had a pretty solid game for the for the Bears, but Aaron Rodgers pretty much did what he wanted to do when he wanted to do it, and yeah. the game was never really in doubt. At one point, it was like twenty-seven to ten. Uh, Bears kind of made it a game or made it look like a game in the fourth quarter, but it was it was well out of reach by then. Um, Monday Seahawks Eagles again. It, that w- game was. 23-17, but I watched the entire game because Russell Wilson's my fantasy quarterback, and it was not that close. Carson Wentz, for all the talk this week about, oh, Jalen Hurts has been taking first-team snaps, he he had two plays at quarterback. Yeah. And, like, it's time. Yeah, I mean, I, Wentz is – I made mention of it Friday. I In my life, I cannot remember a quarterback at this age – I mean, you see it with the, with the older guys, right. but, but at this age, Wentz is what year five, six? Is I it even that six. long? Somewhere in there, yeah, something like that. Um, I've never seen a quarterback regress, yeah, as, as rapidly as he has. Yeah, I mean, he just he looks bad, yeah. very, very bad. And it's didn't they just re-sign him? Yeah, like yeah, before the season to a big like extension, two, maybe two years ago. Was it but okay? Yeah. But yeah. I, it's got to be over. Right. I mean, I would think, I don't know that Jalen Hurts is the answer. Mm. And we don't, you know, nobody knows because they don't fucking play him. Right. But it, it's time to find out what you have in Jalen Hurts because I just, I think Wentz needs a change of scenery. I'm not going to sit here and say that his career is over, um, but I think it should be over in the Eagles, at least for this season until he can figure out what the hell the issue is. Maybe it's something mental or, you know, I, I don't know. It's. I mean, his O line is terrible. It is, but it's not necessarily his passes yeah. are just bad. 
Right. He can't at this point hit the fucking broadside of a barn. And and granted, they don't have many weapons there. Um, but yeah, it's to me. Look, you're pretty much out of it. You're, well, you're still only a game technically out of first place exactly. in that division. So maybe that's why they'll hang on. But I mean, even if they somehow squeak into the playoffs and host a game mm-hmm. for fuck's sake. They're going to, I don't care who it is, they're going to get annihilated. I just, everybody's talked about, well, you know, the last two teams that went into the playoffs with a losing record won a playoff game. Yeah. And that was Carolina in 2014 and uh, 2010, the Seahawks when, well, Beast Quake, yeah. Yeah. And I don't see that happening with no. the Eagles. They're, I just, you know, those teams, yes, they had losing records, but they were, they were still solid teams. The Eagles are not that. Um, I would. You could convince me, Washington might win a playoff game. Yeah, with their defense. Yeah, they've got a solid defense. Alex Smith is is starting to. You know, he didn't look great on Thanksgiving, but but still, he's he's of those quarterbacks in that sorry ass division. He's the best one, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. And and the Giants are in trouble because Daniel Jones has a hamstring injury. They said it's not significant. Um, but to see him come back this week, I think is going to be a stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, so this coming week, Washington has an opportunity to distance themselves, but that might be a problem, which we'll get to that in a little bit. So that now brings us to this shit show that has been going on basically since Thanksgiving. And that is the Steelers and Ravens. When last we left you, or I left you on Friday, we had just received word that the game had been moved to Tuesday. And a couple more positives came across with Willie Sneed and everything, and everything was on its way to being played until Monday night, Monday afternoon, Monday evening, whatever. It started, a lot of little rumors and shit were coming out, one being that the Ravens were going to refuse to play and, and take like a mini strike. And that, I heard that too. basically Harbaugh was saying that it's not fair and we don't, we haven't been able to practice and you know, boo fucking who, right? You guys had a member of your staff break protocol and caused this outbreak on your team. And yeah, stop spitting in each other's mouths. Yeah. <laughs> and after I, I finished the show on Friday and I, talked about you know pittsburgh's followed protocols but then not long after that we had the report on james connor and uh two of their coaches and i thought oh fuck here we go but it turned out that they pretty much kept it to those three and now we've found out um marquise pouncey is out Mm. uh stepping to it also and but it's still not anything close to what happened in Baltimore. Right. They're spread like a wildfire. Yeah. And in fact, two more tested positive right before they got on the plane to come to Pittsburgh. Um, And so, yeah, basically what it boils down to is Baltimore pissed and moaned, cried and bitched, and they got the game pushed back yet again to today being Wednesday here in about an hour. And I, I hate to be that guy, but when does this fucking bullshit stop? Pittsburgh has gotten just absolutely shafted now yeah. twice because another team, whether it was one person or 10 or whatever, 
fucked it up for their entire organization and didn't follow protocols and got, you know, a third of the team sick or either or out because of close contact. And it's Pittsburgh who has had to pay the price. They lost their bye week and then they 13 straight games. And some people are like, well, you had a bye week now because you were supposed to play. But Pittsburgh's been working. Yeah. They've been going to practices and meetings for as much as possible. Tomlin did give them a couple days off, but at the same time, that's not a, a bye week. And yeah, right. I'm glad that, that they get a chance to rest or whatever, but just play the fucking game. Because now, because of all this bullshit, Pittsburgh now has to play three games in 12 days. Yeah. They got the Ravens tonight, today. Then they got to turn around and the NFL was, you know, sweet and moved their Sunday game against Washington um, to Monday. But the Ravens get until Tuesday. Yeah. You know, and I talked about why there won't be a forfeit and all that. But at, at some point, the NFL has to say, no, fuck it. You know, this is your punishment for... I want to see following. some punishment. Yeah, there, there there needs to be the hammer dropped. They need to lose picks, fines, whatever it takes, because this is utterly ridiculous. They have caused complete turmoil in the schedule because now the Ravens and Cowboys don't play till next Monday. Steelers got to play the Ravens today, Washington on Monday, and then turn around and play Buffalo on Sunday. Yeah. I don't care how good your team is. Mm-hmm. Three games in 13 days is a big big ask yeah you know because as as bad as whatever washington although they're they're looking better you know they're still professionals right you know these nobody is unless they're the jets nobody is a fucking pushover right and pittsburgh's undefeated record probably will not survive this probably not no i just i don't see it especially buffalo Exactly. Yeah, they're going to be beat to shit. And yeah, yeah I, I think we're, at least I hope anyway, that Pittsburgh is coming out with just the biggest fucking chip on their shoulder right now. I, and I better. Just, I, I want to see Stomp the shit out. Absolutely them. destroy him. Um, and a, another thing that came out is J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, mm-hmm. the timing. Yeah. They were eligible to come off the list because there's a 10-day quarantine period. Mm-hmm. last night at 8 o'clock, an hour after the supposed kickoff of the second postponement. Right. Now, they're eligible today, but all reports that we're seeing so far is that they won't play. Right. Because they they have to test positive twice in, in consecutive 24-hour periods right. in order to be eligible. And it, I, plus they've had no practice whatsoever, so it doesn't look like they're going to play. Um, and we already know that Stefan Tuitt is out. Uh, obviously, James Conner is out. Um, just learned literally an hour ago that uh, Marquise Pouncey is out. So both teams are kind of coming in a little shorthanded, albeit Ravens much more shorthanded than us, but fuck them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, their organization as a whole brought this on themselves, and I, you know, Sure, it'd be awesome to to beat him up at full strength, but again, at this point, the game just needs to be played. You, you all fucked up, so right. take a hike. Um, just looking over, I'm looking at the 48 man roster of the Ravens. See if I see any names on there. Oh, I didn't know Trace McSorley was in Baltimore. 
back and yeah, forth. Yeah, he's he's actually activated and Baltimore apparently Baltimore fans are really high on Trace McSorley. I don't know why. Okay. But yeah, I, I actually clicked on a Twitter thread yesterday and they were did Trace McSorley ever like release a rap song? Because I think he did, because they were quoting it. I never heard that now. Where he's wow. talking about throw it on a on a dime. I don't know. It, it looked pretty stupid, but but anyway, yeah, he's he's the backup today to RG three, um, and, and they also got Tyler Huntley. So, uh, wow, they're literally one Robert Griffith the third knee injury away from Trace McSorley. Uh, but yeah, of all the people that they had on the COVID list, the ones I the ones that they activated i don't even i don't see any of them on the the roster to play today right other than fluker and i believe he's hurt and may not start but yeah no no jk dobbins it is jk right Mm -hmm. and uh, no mark ingram so all of that stuff is guy we got rg3 starting gus edwards starting um willie sneed who was a difference maker in the first game against him um, is out. So they're going to go with Des Bryant, Marquise Brown, Miles Boykin, Devin Dunn, du- Duvernay. So, yeah. On paper, there's e- even with the guys we're missing on paper, this should not be close. No. But it is Steelers-Ravens. So I'm not going to, while I want to see the Steelers just kick the ever-loving dog shit out of them, I'm going to reserve the right to <laughs> accept the fact that it might be a close game just because of who it is. But right again, but with these circumstances, like, like they're already pissed off. So it's like, okay, we'll play pissed off, beat this fucking shit out of them. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah. As they should. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's that game. Like I said, we're about, 50 minutes away from kickoff. Um, what, do you have a score prediction? Just for shits and giggles? Um, 35-14. Yeah. Uh, well. That might be a little <laughs> optimistic. but Yeah, James, James Conner is out. So uh, Benny Snell gets the start. Jalen Samuels was still out, so Wendell Smallwood was called up from the practice squad. I, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, what what they call O one personnel, which is basically five wide or, mm-hmm. or four wide in the tight. Uh, Vance McDonald is back healthy, so you can run the double tight with him and and Ebron. I'm going to say twenty seven ten Pittsburgh. Okay, that's that's my call. Um. Do you want to go ahead and run through next week's games just in case we're too upset to yeah, talk about not, it? Not yeah. able to speak about it. Right. Uh, I mean, we got time, so what the fuck? Uh, so, yeah, week 13 next week, Saints Falcons in Atlanta. Still, I believe, as far as I know at this point, it's still going to be Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as bad as he looked as far as the passing game, I almost. Me, me personally, I think I'd go with Jameis and, and put Taysom back at his gadget gadget position, role. Yeah. I mean, give him maybe give him more than the normal amount of snaps, but they literally have no aerial game with Taysom Hill in there. 
he's just not. Well, they didn't last week. The week before, he played pretty well, though. Yeah, but again, the Falcons are not as bad as their record shows. Right. And I could I could see the Falcons winning this yeah. game. You know, they, they were on a roll last week. It looks like the Falcons are going to get back Julio Jones and um, running running back. Oh, um, Todd Gurley? Yeah. It, it, they both pra- returned to practice, so they might get them back. Um, I'm going to go Falcons in an upset. I get your reasoning. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Saints, though. All right. Uh, Lions, Bears, Lions fired Matt Patricia. Yeah. And, and rightfully so. He's literally done worse than Jim Caldwell did, and Caldwell got fired. Yeah. Um, also fired the GM. So, I mean, I don't know. That That's where careers go to die. Right. They, they've had so much decent talent in Detroit for them to just continuously put out bad products. Just right. blows my mind. Yeah, they need to try and deal Stafford in the offseason, I think. Something, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really, he's at the end of his career. Let him go somewhere and try and be on a winner. Because mm-hmm. he's a good quarterback. Yeah. He, even at a, you know, he's an older guy, but... He's tough and he he's a solid quarterback and I'd I'd love to see him go somewhere where he's got a chance to to be a winner. Right. Where would that be? Hmm. Um that's a tough one. I it's New England maybe. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of weapons there. True. They I mean he's got the coach and um Yeah, man, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of a the thing that sucks... A solid team with, with no quarterback. Yeah, the thing that sucks is that, like, the cap is going to be lower next year. It's going to be, like, $20 million less, probably. So... Yeah, I'm trying not to think about that, because uh, we're in trouble. We're in deep trouble. Yeah. I mean... My, P- Pittsburgh? Uh, no, and I'll... Uh, I don't want our next quarterback to be a stopgap. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if we're going to lose Ben, we need to go young. And, and you know, if it's a situation where we're only going to lose Ben mm-hmm. and everybody else is back and we need somebody that can step in and with with that group and be contenders for one year, two, maybe. Yeah. Well, I, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Be. If that – I don't think that's going to happen. Because I think if Ben is going to leave, a I think he's only going to leave if the if we win the Super Bowl, then I think he'll ride off into the sunset. Despite what he said what about that's, Lombardi's, what if that's not his decision? Uh, I if Ben wants to play, yeah, I, I agree. With I you. think he'll come back at, at you know for a I because mean, he's he's made his money. Yeah, if he truly wants to come back and play and try and win a Super Bowl. I believe Ben Roethlisberger will take a massive, very, very low salary in order to keep the team competitive. Okay. I, I just maybe I'm wrong, but I think I just at this point I believe that that's the kind of guy he is with Pittsburgh, and I can't see him. He's either going to play in Pittsburgh next year, or he's not going to play at all. I don't see him wanting to go to another team for one year, maybe two, whatever. I just I can't see that happening. I think you're right. Um, on the other side of that, Marquise Pouncey, and I 100% believe him, has said, Ben goes, I go. Mm. You know, Pouncey says he will announce his retirement right after Ben does. Oh, wow. 
And if Ben gets knocked out of Pittsburgh, then you need then, then Pouncey's gone too. Right. Um, I'm trying to think. He hasn't been great this year, so the Colts might be an option. Philip Rivers hasn't. And, been great. and Rivers is on his way out too, so yeah. that that is a legit option. Um, if they've if they've actually given up on Jacoby Brissett, um, then then yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, just looking through. Eagles. Yeah, but that's that situation right now. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, I'm just, but it's, I'm just saying, it's a possibility. Right. Um, Broncos, maybe. Uh, I think they believe in Drew Locke. I, I think they think, shouldn't. I but. don't think. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I do, but I right. think they do. Okay. Um, Washington, possible, perhaps. Yeah. Because Alex Smith, I didn't realize he's like 37. Yeah. So. While I love the comeback, and I've talked about they need to find out what they have with him, he's not going to be around very much longer. Right. Um, in fact, it, he might not even play after this year. This might have just been a prove, prove it yeah. that I can do it and and ride off into the sunset because I don't think he's going to, unless Washington shows that they're committed to winning next year, mm. um, I don't think he wants to go and rebuild a team or anything like yeah. that. You know, He might go somewhere where they want – you know, a plug and play type situation. What about the Niners? It's a possibility. Yeah. I, I'm not sold on Garoppolo. He's right. he's looked really bad, but at the same time he's come back and he's looked really good. So it's it kinda depends on how he finishes the season, I think, and we'll go from there. But right. wow, we got off on a tangent. Yeah. Uh anyway, yeah, Lions Bears. <sighs> I'm gonna go with the Lions. I think they get a spark from getting rid of Patricia. He wasn't very well liked in that locker room, so yeah, I, I'm going to go with that, too. Yeah. I think the Bears are, are pretty much, at one point, they were 5-1, and one, and now they're 5-6. and six, yeah. So yeah. yeah, They are who we thought they were. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm going to ride the Lions as well. Yeah. Uh, Browns-Titans in Tennessee. Ooh, that should be a good game. Should be. Um, hmm. Tennessee's defense isn't all that great. Uh so the lines five and a half. Yeah, for Tennessee. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say Tennessee just because it's the I am, Browns. And I, I have am a hard too. Time believing they're gonna yeah. Win the Browns, well, albeit it was not the greatest weather, but they they struggled against Jacksonville. Tennessee looks like they're kind of on a tear right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go Tennessee there. Uh, Bengals Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins. Yeah, I'm definitely going Dolphins with that. Tua might be back. Um, that'd be a good team to come back against as well, for sure. For him. Yeah. So, what what did you think about him getting benched two weeks ago? Uh, I didn't watch the game. I didn't either. But he wasn't playing great. I know that. But. No. Yeah, I I don't know. If you're gonna see what you got, I mean, let him tough it out, and you yeah. Know, so, I probably would have left him in there. I agree. But at the same time, the team was struggling. You are in the the thick of the playoff race. You need a spark. So I guess I kind of get it. Yeah. Um. In in my opinion, they should have never made the switch to begin with. Fitz was not playing bad, and, and I think it sends the wrong message to the team that you're just going to, you know, yank the guy and put in the rookie. Granted, it hasn't backfired to the point where it's knocked him out of the playoff race, but. I don't know. Fitz was not, in my opinion, playing 
bad enough to warrant a change, especially in, in the midst of a playoff run. All right. Uh, Jags, Vikings. I think Vikings going to stay on uh, stay on pace here and, and get the win. I agree. Uh, Raiders, Jets. Uh, Raiders, I, I mean. Yeah. I, t- what better way to bounce back from just getting your ass handed to you than to play the Jets? Yep, no kidding. I I want to see their schedule because how likely is it that they fucking go 0-16? Oh, the Jets? Yeah. I mean, because they – I mean, they look every bit as bad as the Browns did a few years ago, where it's like... Well, they got the Raiders. Loss. Yeah. Se- Seahawks. Loss. Rams. Loss. Browns. Loss. Patriots. Loss. Yeah. There you go. That's a brutal ending. Holy shit. Yeah. Watch them. Watch the Patriots lose to the Jets in the final they game. They almost lost to them the first time. I know. I that'd mean... be pretty pretty nice. But yeah, that that to me that looks a lot like Owen sixteen. Yeah. Right on. Uh, then we got Colts and the Texans. Ooh, pretty should be a solid game there. Yeah, Texans have played better recently. Um, Colts coming off a uh, big loss to the Titans. I think they're going to bounce back. I'm going to go with the Texans. All right. Uh, Rams, Cardinals, both teams coming off losses, uh, in my opinion, to teams they should not have lost to. Uh, it's in Arizona, which doesn't really matter. Hmm. I'm going to say the Rams bounce back. Sean uh, McVay's a really smart coach. and I... Yeah, that defense is, is pretty tough. I think the, the Rams are going to take that one too. Um, I think that's the first time this year I've picked against the Cardinals. Or no, I think I picked Seattle against them. No, I did not. Oh, the first time I did, not oh, the second okay. time. Um, yeah, but I, again, I think the Rams defensively are, are strong enough that I think they're going to win that one. Still think Cardinals are going to make a final push to the playoffs. So. Uh, Giants, Seahawks. Giants have won three straight, but like I said, Daniel Jones probably won't play um, with that bad hammy, and Seahawks starting to get a little healthy. Get so, a little bit more momentum, too, yeah. after that win against the Eagles, which not a great team, but still it helps. So, yeah, yeah I agree. It's, and it's, and, and it's at home, so, yeah, Seahawks are going to win that one. Is that the division matchup this year, the NFC West versus the NFC East? I think so. Oh, no. Tale of two divisions right there. Right. Um, Eagles, Packers. Yeah, Packers and Packers big. Yeah. Lines minus nine. I, I that's I, not enough. Yeah, uh, Packers seem to be like uh, on a pretty good roll right now. So right. Uh, then we got Patriots, Chargers. Ooh, um, wow, the line is even. You know what? I gotta go with the Patriots just because the game's gonna be close, and the Chargers love losing close games. So yeah, that's that's my gut feeling too. Yeah, is that Chargers will keep it close, maybe even have a late lead, but yeah. will somehow find a way. Did you know that this week, the Chargers lost by ten points? Yeah, and it's the first time this season that they lost a game by more than one score. Right. Yeah, I remember hearing that stat two weeks ago that there was only two teams. Wait, no. No, that's not right. Never mind. 
Uh, it must have been. Yeah. Every, yeah. every one of their losses was by one score or less. Yeah. Until this week, they lost by 10. I wonder what the fuck that is. Like... I, I don't know. And you know what? I mean, thinking back, the Chargers have a, just over the years, a lot, even the, the Phillip Rivers years, a lot of games where it was like that. Yeah. A one score. And, and Pittsburgh actually had a lot of those games as well, too. Like, well, last season. Right. Most of Pittsburgh's losses were by less than, than one score. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Chargers, again, I, I think they're probably going to have a lead late and somehow piss it away and the Patriots get a win and they'll be at 500. So they're not necessarily out of the out of the game yet. Right. Uh, Broncos Chiefs. Broncos should have... Uh, an actual quarterback this game, but it's not going to matter. Um, as much as I really hope and need the Chiefs to drop one of these games just so we can have a little breathing room. But, yeah, it's, it don't think it's going to be against Denver. I don't either. Um, I don't – that line's a little crazy. Chiefs 14. 14. I mean, it's the Chiefs, though. I can't – I know, but it's still a divisional game. True. I mean, I don't think Denver's defense is that bad. I have noticed the last couple of weeks, Bell has gotten a little more work. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're gearing him up for a playoff push. Right. Um, not a lot of work because my fantasy team can attest that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a bus pick there. Right. And then. Uh, double header. On double Monday. header on Monday. First game, of course, being Washington taking on the Steelers. And I, I'm going to take the Steelers. But I reserve the right to uh, to change that if. Don't say it. Don't don't no if, no if no no. Stuff were to occur. Okay. Um. But yeah, Steelers on that one. Uh, hopefully, Alex Smith makes it out of there with all of his bones, <laughs> the way he walks in there, because <laughs> that yeah that pass rush could leave somebody in a cold sweat. Yeah. Uh. Then we got the late game Monday night at seven. Bills, Niners in Arizona, by the way, because Santa Clara County yeah. banned contact sports for, what they say, three weeks or a month yeah, or whatever. So the uh, 49ers are now making Arizona their home. Uh, yeah, I got to go with the Bills. Me too. Um, Wouldn't be surprised if the Niners won. Because I, I, yeah, I, they're scrappy. They are, but again, this isn't a divisional opponent that they know very well, like the Rams. Yeah. And they're still without uh, most of their team. Yeah, without without the quarterback, and so yeah. But I think the Bills are going to win. But again, I'm with you. I I won't be utterly shocked if 49ers pull out a squeaker. But I don't I don't see it happening. And then Tuesday night football. Yeah, um, we should have pretty much a full squad of Ravens. They most of them should be off the list. Uh, against the Cowboys, who, like I said on Friday, lost two more offensive linemen. Um, yeah, Ravens. If the Ravens lose today, they're gonna probably get pretty healthy against the Cowboys because I I can't see Dallas no doing anything no. Um, with with that offensive line and and like I said, Andy Dalton does not look good and um, and the Ravens are gonna if they lose today are really gonna need that game bad yeah because. If they drop today, they're going to be six and five, and, and basically out of the playoff picture. Well, I think at the moment they are, but the week isn't technically over because of the game. Yeah, yeah. So if 
as much as I'd love to see it, they drop to the Cowboys. You can pretty much count them out, especially yeah. in the AFC. But, uh, yeah, I think the Ravens are going to win that one fairly, fairly easily, in my opinion. So I think that's going to wrap it up for what is hopefully part one of yeah. of this show. Uh, like I said, depending on what happens here in 30 minutes for the next three hours, we might come back and do a little wrap-up show. If uh, there is, if the Steelers don't win, but you see part two of today's episode, um, turn your volume down. Yeah, you might want to. If you're wearing headphones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, just it, to give you a warning. Yeah, it, it, it could get interesting. So, yeah, we're going to uh, jump off here and go eat some more wings and – Watch some uh, some Steelers Ravens football. Yeah. All right, folks. We will catch you next time. I'm Dees. That's Dylan, and we are out of here. Yeah.